No, 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 no. You are not getting me on a on a gotcha moment. Okay, it is Sunday night. All right, Cam. All right, Cam. So, so just one time for the people. Um, I was remarking about how uh, I actually didn't remember the first name of Michael Lorenzen, the pitcher for the Phillies. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I said something to the effect of, "Oh, is that Jared Cam? Do you not know who Jared Lorenzen is?" Okay, yes, I just go hefty lefty. Yes, I remember who Jared Lorenzen. <laughs> I have not thought about Jared Lorenzen in a hot minute. Okay. Oh, like, come on, dude. The hefty lefty. Kentucky legend Jared Lorenzen. <laughs> a quarterback bigger than his own offensive lineman. It was incredible. Gotta love it. Gotta <laughs> love it. I have only hey. been I've only been to one SEC football game in my entire life. And I went to a Tennessee-Kentucky game at Neyland Stadium, and Jared Lorenzen was the quarterback for Kentucky, and it was incredible. Nice, nice. Uh, Friday night during our uh, our football game for the high school that I call for, they did let the offensive tackle uh, carry the ball once. He got five yards. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. We saw him after the game. We were like, hey, man. You finally got it because he's he was joking about it for weeks. And we we're like, hey, you finally got a carry, got some positive yards. He said, yeah, we call it the IHOP play. We just let the big boys eat. Oh, I love it. I love it. Like, yes. <laughs> but uh, hey, Cam. Yes, Alex. Hey, um, I know you, you and I both have kind of a, a history working in restaurants, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent uh. Spent the close to five years uh, in a restaurant between high school and college before I got my first real big boy job. Did uh did did I ever tell you about the time that my wife and I went to try to start an Italian restaurant? No, you have not. Yeah, yeah, we were gonna we were gonna open our own, and you know we got stocked up and ready for the the opening night and everything, and 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 we ended up having to close. We 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 ran out of tube shaped pasta and, and we were penniless. How many more of these shows do we have left? (laughs) (laughs) Too many and not enough. Chopper out to Dansby. Dansby throws to first base. Is this happening? It is. The Atlanta Braves are world champions. Welcome to the Chatting Average Podcast. Now you're all in big, big trouble. Let me talk to you. <laughs> Every other week from now on, right? <laughs> Something like that. I don't Something know. like that. <laughs> it is it is TBD every single week at this point. Pretty much. It's like, hey, do you feel like recording? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's start a show. You have no idea how happy that message made me last Sunday when you were like, hey, I'm going back to sleep right now. You say you want to record later. Right. <laughs> I was like, bye. See ya. <laughs> All right. 
It's like we're pretty much playing chicken with each other each week to see who's going exactly. to do it first. <laughs> like, we're at the point now where it'll be about five o'clock on Sunday and Megan would just be like, have you heard from Alex yet? <laughs> oh, this is all going in there. <laughs> oh, I have, I have tears in my eyes right now. That's hilarious. Welcome to your friendly neighborhood Atlanta Braves podcast. Welcome to Chatting Average. I am your host, Alex, joined as always by Mr. Cam Matthews. Cam, how you doing today? What? Shaking, begging. Not too much. Uh, had, a, had a little week break in between. Um, I, I don't I don't know if you recall, but, but last week uh, on Sunday evening when we would normally be recording, uh, I, I was actually out playing a little tennis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a yeah, yeah, just had, just waiting good, for that to sink in there. You had one good serve, I'd say. I I had one good serve, and uh, and 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 guys, the uh, the ball exploded blue. It's a boy. Hootie hoo! Oh, I'm gonna be an my uncle. Goodness, and not <laughs> a aunt. A man. <laughs> I wanted to make an aunt out of Cam so bad, you guys. Have you ever heard that expression about putting lipstick on a pig and it's still a pig? <laughs> now you got me thinking about like the those 80s Redskins fans. I was going to say, <laughs> I thought you were going to say I had you thinking about me and drag and that's a... Oh God. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a sight. Well, now you have got me thinking about that and that's your fault, Cam. You're welcome. <laughs> Take that little nugget home with you. But yeah, obviously, uh, obviously, super excited. Um, there, there is another to uh, to teach in the ways of of the Atlanta Braves and and all of my foolishness. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be fun. And uh, if if I sound a bit tired this evening, then uh, then yeah, I'm sure you could imagine why. But in addition to that, we've got all the tennis leagues in Atlanta starting up this week, so I've been getting my butt kicked at the shop. I I can I can imagine so which I I wouldn't have guessed that tennis leagues which I guess it makes sense with the weather but I if I heard tennis league I would definitely more so think spring than going into fall. Well, it's it's spring and fall. Honestly, it's year round around here because most winters you can play the majority of the winter. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, but but spring and fall are the big ones just because summer's almost impossible to play out here. Um, uh, but yeah, you, you would die, <laughs> but yeah, fun fact, uh, there is nowhere in the world, uh, that, that has as many amateur tennis players as the Atlanta Metro area. That is interesting. Which, which is why I get to have the career that I have. I was going to say you're in the, uh, you, you're certainly in the right field then. Absolutely. <laughs> well, if I sound tired, it is because my wife and I pulled off a birthday party for a five-year-old this weekend. And for any of the parents out there who have ever had an extravagant birthday party for their child, you know. This was this was for Abby, correct? This is correct. This was for Abby's fifth birthday. She's officially a big girl now. What was the pony's name? Uh... I've got no joke there. That's how tired <laughs> I am. I was trying to come up with like, come on, Cam. Ab Abby deserves a pony. 
Yeah, his name was Elmer because that's exactly the factory it's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, that that Elmer's glue bottle always led me to believe that glue was actually made of cows. Eh, I mean, it 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 still is. It's fat byproduct off of cattle, pigs, and dead horses. There you go. I I did not know you were gonna give me that much information. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, hey, you like chewing gum, right? I'm sure. Okay. So, a byproduct that they use in the manufacturing of chewy gum, chewing gum to give its its like tackiness and its chewiness. Also, animal fat byproduct. So there you go. Are you certain that's an ongoing thing and not something that was replaced over the years by like xanthan gum? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't I, know your. You're, you're out know there your spreading wives' tales, Cam. I don't know your big words like xanthan gum and tennis. <laughs> oh, I also I, I want to tell the people that that one of one of my personal greatest accomplishments happened this week. As as many of you know, uh, there is a a group chat of uh, of um essentially the uh the elders of Braves Twitter with my with myself uh Cam the whitest guys you know the whitest guys you know with myself uh Cam who who despite his age is actually an old man uh and then something like that Jay somehow Dunn, I'm like the oldest one out of all of you you really are and then Jay Donna Jay Donna and Jeff Donahue so somehow uh, during this year's edition of the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament, I managed to get Jeff and Dun- and Donna both to watch and like get invested in it. And it was, I don't know if I've explained this to you guys thoroughly, but uh, I-, I-, I love baseball. Baseball has my heart, but tennis is in my blood. Like it has been my entire life. As I- As we just mentioned, it's my career. I've never really had friends I could talk to about tennis at length like that's why i think a lot of us love twitter is because we all find people we can we can talk baseball with at length for an unlimited amount of time but i got that out of those two this weekend and what made it even better was that cam wasn't paying any attention to the tennis whatsoever and so he just had to sit there through novels worth of information (laughs) i would say that the text ratio in that group chat this weekend has been like one text from Cam to every like sixty-two text from it the was rest of amazing. you. Amazing. <laughs> we, we I think we, I've chimed in literally like five times over the past four days. We we should be we'd be basically live tweeting a match in our group chat, and then out of nowhere, Cam would jump in like, "Oh, the local high school's two and oh. <laughs> It's like that. It's like that party meme that I'm just standing over in the corner. <laughs> they, they, they don't know the Central North Carolina high school football rankings. That's right. <laughs> they, they don't know the strength of schedule in this area. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Oh, good times, good times. But uh, yeah, you. So you. Let's see. Your child's uh, child's gonna be born in February, so you got about six months. So, so you've got you've got eighteen months, let's say, before you have to officially throw your first child's birthday party. Uh, okay, 
Well, I, I feel like the first one or two don't have to go too over the top, right? They're not going to remember that. You are wrong. The first one is going to be ridiculous. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Birthday party Birthday party number one is always the one that, like, everybody wants to show up for. Oh. Yeah. Because nobody can believe that you kept a human being alive for a year? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, no, no, no. You... You get a you get a bigger shock than that when you take the child home from the hospital for the first time. That's because and and you, that's that's what my parents told me. It, it's my my mom. You sign the paperwork and it's pretty much like all right, here you go. My my mom said that like the feeling when you walk out of there is basically like you're giving me this. <laughs> like wait 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 you're 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 actually letting me leave with this. Yeah, like. I don't want to have to be supervised. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, it's uh yeah yeah it, it is quite the feeling. I, like obviously, like we learn it's different for number two because a lot for for in a lot of ways you know what to expect, you know. Right. But yeah, that 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 first time when you leave the hospital with child number one, yeah, it's uh it, it's it's an experience. I am uh, equal parts over the moon excited and absolutely terrified. My favorite story that I love to tell about when Abby was born. Okay. So my, my wife started going into labor about three thirty four o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Right. So we rushed to the hospital. You know, I make all the phone calls to all the grandparents, let them know what's going on. We get to the hospital and, you know, once you get checked in and they check your wife's vitals and all that good stuff, they're going to check and see how far along she is in the birthing process. Megan was nowhere near. So the nurse pretty much said, all right, y'all saddle up. It's going to be a long day. Abby wasn't born. So we got to the hospital about four o'clock. Abby wasn't born until 945 that night. Oh, boy. Yeah. So it was a very long day for Megan. Like, I'm not even going to say it was a long day for me. I'm not even going to, like, joke about that because I had the easy job, right? So, by the time Abby's born, you know, by, by the time a child is born, it is still a good two, two and a half hours before, like, things settle down because, you know, the mom has to get checked out by doctors and everybody. The baby's getting checked out. The baby's getting weighed. The baby's getting cleaned. You know, you've got the paperwork you got to fill out. They come in and get you to sign off on the official birth certificate with the name and all this stuff. Right. So we didn't get to our actual room that we were going to spend the night in until about 1230. Well, at this point, Megan has not eaten all day, period, because when you get um, the epidural, once they once they get you on that, you are no longer eating or drinking. So. She's had nothing all day. So we finally are able to like order some late night food up from the cafeteria and eat. So at this point, it's almost two o'clock in the morning. We have been awake essentially for almost 24 hours. And so finally, Abby's asleep in her little incubator thing there in our room. Megan starts to drift off. I lay down in the chair of death 
at the hospital. <laughs> because anybody that has ever had to stay with somebody at a hospital knows exactly what chair I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I've been in the chair. I've been in the chair. It's uh, the, the chair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we finally just about start to drift off to sleep. First time parents. And Abby starts crying. And crying. And crying. And crying. Oh, yes. And I will never forget. I look up at the clock in our room. It is 3.30 in the morning. We have not figured out how to get her to stop crying yet. And I remember just having this thought, like, for just for the briefest of moments in oh, my no. mind, where I said, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, the just the quickest little thought of doubt that I was like, I cannot do this. <laughs> but then, you know, you eventually get home and you get through the those first, like... Every baby's different, of course. And like some babies might be great sleepers straight out of the womb. But, you know, for the most part, babies for the first two or three nights are going to be pretty restless because their internal clock is all out of whack. They do not know what day and night is yet. Right. right? You know, they're literally two or three days into this world. They don't, you know, their body hasn't adjusted to that yet. But then hopefully you get past those first few nights and you start sleeping a little bit more and you get into a routine and it all gets easier. Uh-oh. Despite the fact that... that I was, there's going to be like an until after that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it all, it all gets easier. So that's the thing to any upcoming or expecting parents out there. That is my reminder, is that it gets easier. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm sure I could uh, I could use a reminder of that here in the uh, not-too-distant future. Just wait till you get pooped on the first time. That's great. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I got pooped on the first, uh, I think the first night that we had Abby home. Um, I laid her down on our bed. Also, to... my understanding is that it's jet black. Uh, it comes in okay, okay. It's there's stages of it, <laughs> all right. So, like, I think if I remember correctly because I, I just went through this six months ago. I should remember this better. The, You've done the, it twice. I've done it twice. So the, the well, I've I've baked a cake twice, but you don't think I still look up the directions? <laughs> so, so the first like poop or two are going to be like just like little little streaks not a whole lot to it and then from there on it looks like something out of the black lagoon oh my god <laughs> i i cannot begin to describe the poops that you are going to clean for two or three days <laughs> it is it is unimaginable <laughs> what these look like <laughs> you you would not think. I, I that... think I think I'm gonna handle it all right. I cannot wait to see the look in my wife's eyes. <laughs> I, you would not think something like this would come out of the human body, oh, but man. it does. And then <laughs> once you get past the uh, like the, the the black sticky poops, you get into what they call the seedy poops, which are like a mustard color and like almost grainy. It's huh. really in, 
it's really interesting. I, okay. I'll say this. I'll say this. For anybody who has not yet been through the birth of a child and like the raising of a newborn, you are going to be amazed at the... First off, you're going to be amazed at what the human body can do. And then you're also going to be amazed at some of the things that for some reason the human body do. <laughs> so that uh, has been uh that has been Cam's baby chat. There you go. That's that's your that's your dad chat for the week. That is my dad chat for the week. <laughs> well, Cam, um I, I as much as I love dad chat and I'm going to hit you up for tons of it in the uh in the near future. Uh, yeah, man. What, what do you say we talk some baseball? Let's do it. Oh, I'm not like staticking or anything. We're just talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you're, but I like you're, you're taking the easy way out on production. Oh yeah, week. we're just we're just we're getting this one out there, guys. All right. So Cam, uh yes. do you think there's enough time left for Luisa Rise to to hit 400 this season? Who? <laughs> Luisa Rise. Arias. Damn it. What are you going to do to me? I don't know. Uh, I My money says no. <laughs> well, that was all the talking. That was all the talk in the first half of the season. But uh, but but while he is still leading Major League Baseball, he is down to 349. Hmm. Almost thought, as if okay. almost as if uh, riding on BABIP alone uh, isn't sustainable. Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta mix in some like extra base hits in there every now and then, and and not for nothing, but tied for second, only thirteen batting average points behind him is Ronald Acuna Jr. at three thirty six. Hmm. Hey, uh, who else, who's also leading the, uh, the the National League in stolen bases right now? Ooh, that would be Ronald Acuna Jr. with sixty four. Hey, uh, a couple of weeks ago, somebody did something really historic. They did something like 30 home runs and 60 stolen bases, which has never been done before. Like literally the first person in the history of baseball to ever do it. Who, who, who was that again? Um, Hold on a second. Was it Mookie Betts? It was Ronald Acuna Jr. How about that? And like sources tell me that, uh, I don't know. There's only been four guys in Major League history that have gone 40-40, but then they're who who is it that's like really close and could quite possibly do it with what is it four or five more home runs? Ooh, um, that would be is that Matt Olson? Is does he have the stolen bases for it? No, I think he's I think he's like a few shy. Okay, of the, that's of the pace. I think that's going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. Hmm. Yeah, sounds pretty valuable to me. I I don't know. I don't know. Stolen bases are overrated. That's what Jeff. That's that's what Jeff Passan tells me. Yeah, that's what he came and told me in my DMs too. But that's another story for another day. Do you think if I talk trash about Jeff Passan on the show that he'll come on the show to to shut me down the way he jumped into all of the Brave Sands DMs? That was a that was that was quite the afternoon. <laughs> that was an interesting day on the internet. It really was. <laughs> seeing uh seeing the notification of Jeff Passan. And all it's mes- all the message says is hi. I was like, <laughs> that has to be like my heart like, okay. would have dropped into my toenails. 
Okay, here's a wrestling reference. Uh, like, I'm out cutting a promo in the middle of the ring, and then The Undertaker's gong hits. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> I was standing out there, and I said, and nobody is ever going to take this title from me. <laughs> Hi. Oh, my goodness. I almost uh, threw my phone across the room. But, but... <laughs> Uh, obviously Ronald I mean in, in our eyes obviously Ronald Acuna Jr. is the runaway favorite for the National League MVP this year um, in addition to all of the stuff we just mentioned he also leads the entire the entirety of Major League Baseball with 193 hits on the season um, gonna be well over 200 by the end of it one would have to assume I, I mean it's just it's nothing anyone has ever seen before. It's completely ridiculous. And, and to even try to talk anyone else into the conversation, I, I think is a fool's errand. Well, and I think, I think too, that what you have to genuinely applaud is the consistency, right? Absolutely. The, that, the, the, man's been been on, the, the man's been on a heater since the first day of the season. Yeah, and, and and he's been in in the past. He was a little more streaky. He would be hot and cold. He'd go on these strikeout spells. This man's not striking out, and he's this, also this he, man's he's what batting three thirty six. He's taking walks for days. He's stealing bases like he is an absolute terror to play against. And he's 24, 25 years old. <laughs> oh my goodness, we've got it's... him. For a while. It's just, I don't know. The scary thing is like, he's not even, he's not even of the age where I think he's done getting better. No, no. Uh, You know, what is it they say now? 28, 29, like right into like your age 30 season, which is what, which is what makes what like Freddie is doing this year for the Dodgers all the more incredible at what, 35? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Freddie's having a, a phenomenal season. What he's, and, what did he set the single season doubles record for the Dodgers this year? He, he just did, yeah. And and but the whole problem with Freddie all along when it came to Atlanta uh wanting to bring him back wasn't what he was going to be doing in 2022 and 2023. It's what he's gonna be doing like four years down the road when he's still locked into an expensive contract and now he's pushing 40. Right, right. And you know, and you you never know, right? Right. The safe the safer bet is to go with the younger guy. And hey, look what happened. The younger guy is leading Major League Baseball in homers with 48. He's only three shy of tying Andrew Jones for the all-time brave single season record. Yeah. Uh Matt is just having a ridiculous season. And and I feel like we all kind of knew. Just the just the looks he was getting in spring training, you know. Like obviously, I know you don't put too much weight into spring training because it's all, uh, you know, it's it's exhibition baseball, right? But then he have like seven or eight home runs in spring training or something ridiculous. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like the man was just on a heater then, and uh, something clicked this past off season, and he has not looked back. Well, you know, I think it goes to show that. I think if you if you ask anybody who who didn't pay as close to attention as you know like fans you know huge Braves fans do, if you were to show them a, a swing of his from last year and a swing of his from this year, you know 
right off the bat, I don't think anybody would necessarily notice a huge difference, but it goes to show what even the smallest adjustment to a swing can do for a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the thing that's surprising is that despite all of the injury issues this Braves team has had this year with its pitching staff, um, pitching staff has not had a bad season. Um, start The starters for the Braves have not been bad. The bullpen has been very good, elite at times. Um, Spencer Strider is, uh, is, is certainly in the conversation for the Cy Young, I, I think leading it, but there is a, certainly a conversation to be made for Justin Steele, but also keep in mind, we just got Max Freed back. We've got Kyle Wright, presumably coming back in the next week or two, uh, uh maybe in the next day or two, because there, there's, there's the idea that he could pitch one of the games of the doubleheader tomorrow or today, as you listen to this podcast. I can't wait. I can't wait. If he comes back and gives us anything, it's going to be incredible. He had, what, two starts this spring? Did he even have that? I don't I, I don't recall. Yeah, I don't either. It's been so long ago. Like, I mean, we're in the short rows of the season now, so, like, April and May feel like an eternity ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, as we sit here today, the Braves have 20 games remaining in the season, and 14 of those games are going to be against the Nationals and the Phillies. <clears throat> Gal also I have... feel like we haven't seen the Nationals in, <laughs> like, months. Let's see. I'm Actually, now that you mention it, I'm curious. The last time the Braves played the Nationals was on June 11th. Are you kidding me? Nope. Nope, but they've got seven in a row against them here coming up. Hey, is this, is this schedule supposed to be what they call balanced? Something like that. Something like that. Maybe maybe they were expecting uh, the Nationals to, to get on a heater at the end of the season and uh, push for the postseason. Hey, let me tell you something, though. The Nationals in the second half have not been a bad team. They've not. And and, and I, I said it preseason, I don't I don't dislike the Nationals roster. It's just very young and, and needs a few more pieces. But it, they're they're a <laughs> we just we just dislike their manager. Right. The, it's, it's a franchise that has the roster pointed in the right direction, I think. I would say so. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we got a four-game set coming up with the Phillies uh, in Philly starting on Monday the 11th. It is going to be a doubleheader for the, against the Phillies with Charlie Morton on the hill going up against Taiwan Walker and maybe Kyle Wright going up against not Jared Lorenzen. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Uh, Tuesday, we've got the 640 start with Philly. Max Freed will be taking on Zach Wheeler. That is going to be an incredible pitching matchup. Uh, Wednesday, again, it's a 640 start. We've got Spencer Strider taking the hill against someone named Sanchez. <laughs> Phillies. Christopher Sanchez. That wouldn't have been my guess. We'd have a, an off day on Thursday scheduled, and then Friday the 15th, we are in Miami with Bryce Elder on the hill against feared pitcher Johnny Cueto. If we don't hang, oh, no. if we don't hang 15 on Johnny Cueto. See, see, there's, there's the problem. Is that the kiss of death? Did I just do it? 
you did. Like, if there were ever a game for Johnny Cueto to find it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, as good of a team as we are, I feel like we are definitely the comeback team for ailing pitchers. Oh, yeah. We're we're the get-right team a lot of the time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and we go, uh, we come back home. Uh, we uh, we have the Saturday and Sunday games against uh, against Miami. Charlie Morton and Max Freed will be taking the hill for those. So um, aside from those Philly games, you know, we've got we we can kind of coast down the stretch with three at Miami, uh, seven against the Nationals. Uh, we do have Chicago in town, the Cubs for a three game set towards the end of the season. Uh, that'll be Dansby Swanson's first return uh, to to Truist Park in uh, in a Cubs uniform. So that'll be interesting. Oh, to we're see. gonna boo them! Oh, that, we're gonna we're, we're gonna boo them! Do you think we are? I think we are. I, I don't know, man. People said that about Freddie too. Yeah, but Freddie leaving is a different is a bit of a different thing. And Freddie didn't throw his previous city under the bus like Nansby kind of did. That's true. What what I'd what I'd more like to see, I want them like when they announce Dansby and and he inevitably gets out of the box and and takes his helmet off like he's gonna get some hero's welcome, just stonewall him. Mm-hmm. Like like crickets, dead silent. And then Orlando RC is first at bat. The roof blows off the place. Uh-huh. I would love every second of that. So magic number is down to six as we record this on Sunday night. We just we just need three out of four in Philly. Yeah. Three out of four wins the division. Really? Three, three out of seven. Because <laughs> as we play the Phillies, uh, seven out of ten games. Right, right. But I'm just like, inevitably, you know, we're, okay, like, I think worst case scenario, you split in Philly, right? Yeah. So, so. so if you split in Philly, then the magic number is still at two. And then all you got to do is just take two out of three. Like, we could very well come recording next week as, you know, your six-time National League East champions, and it'll be mid-September. Right. <laughs> and that's that's the fun thing about this right now. And and if if we leave you with one thing tonight, don't take this next month of baseball for granted, Braves fans. Every single time the Braves take the field for the remainder of the regular season, there's an extremely high likelihood that they are going to set some kind of franchise or major league record. Um, Uh This is one of the best teams, if not the best Braves team we have ever seen. And, and the postseason can be the postseason. What happens happens, but We've got the regular season now, and it's been one of the best ever. So enjoy the hell out of the rest of this. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I mean, you there. There's plenty of examples to say that any given year, you know, the best team didn't win the World Series, right? Because it, it's it's a crapshoot. There's so many elements that go into who's hot, who's healthy. You know, look at how the Braves won it two years ago, right? And so I think for me, that that's something that I've really had to remind myself, especially, I don't know, probably since 
June, mid-June when we really started going on a tear, I had to kind of start reminding myself, like, hey, you're watching a very special season. Like, you're watching a season that is going to be talked about, you know, for years to come, as long, you know, barring anything ridiculously embarrassing happening in, in the postseason. And that season is the final season of the Chatting Average podcast. And, uh, and and yeah, we appreciate you being here for for all of the tomfoolery for these last few episodes that we've got going for probably the next month and a half, two months. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess we are kind of down to like what the last we're winding down, man. Uh, so the last six we will, episodes uh, at most. So we will do our very best to get back to you next week, uh, but we'll come back one way or another. So for Mr. Kim Matthews, my name's Alex. We'll see y'all next week for another brand new episode of the Chatting Average Podcast. Bye. This has been the Chatting Average Podcast. Be sure to check out our merchandise store at teespring.com slash stores slash Chatting Average Podcast. And please consider becoming a patron of our show at patreon.com slash Chatting Average. We'll see you next week for another brand new episode. <laughs>